superstitious, but I am a little stitious. Barons win! Barons win! Cody Jansen stopped 92 out of 95 shots, including a penalty shot in overtime. Somehow he still only wound up the third star of the game. You like that? Jansen has a heart. Y'all smoked it, crack! Happy first day of December. It's Wednesday. Cody Jansen, World Hockey Report, presented by Lord Co. Auto Parts, the official auto parts retailer of Hockey Canada and Team Canada. You know that's the story of the day. You know that's what we're diving into. And Lord Co. Auto Parts, well, Hockey Canada, Team Canada, they wouldn't trust them if they weren't the absolute best. I'm telling you, Lord Co. Auto Parts, you got to go check them out. They should be your go-to store. Since 1974, Lord Co., they've been a trusted supplier of quality aftermarket auto parts and accessories. Shop owners, automotive professionals, and do-it-yourself vehicle owners know it's the place to go for fast and knowledgeable service. Check out its new location on Calgary Trail Northwest. Don't forget to stroll through its in-store truck centers for the latest truck accessories and high-performance parts. The doors are open seven days a week. View store hours and services at lordco.com. What should we talk about today? Maybe some uh, World Juniors? I guess something happened in the hockey world. We also got an NHL game tonight right here in Edmonton. It's Oilers, Penguins, Crosby, McDavid, front and center it's a prime time game it's happening in edmonton and the oilers oh their back end looks thin thin is the nice way to put it at least it's going to be you know the game of the night it's the national game tnt's covering it sportsnet's going to have it they're making a big deal about it obviously it sucks for the oilers they're missing about 19 defensemen in this game you got some of the young guns. They got a chance to shine as well. Canada, they did release their uh, World Junior Selection Camp roster. So the team's not finalized, but there were definitely some snubs. And if you got them, let me know. Join the conversation anytime at 12 on Sports, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Twitch. And hey, you want to win a free Pro Rock stick? I said you could do it if you're in the chat early. And here's what you got to do. Tonight, Oilers, Penguins. Predict the score. It's that easy. Maybe as a tiebreaker, give me who scores the game winner. Prediction. Oilers, Penguins. Get it in right now on YouTube. 12-ounce Sports World Hockey Report. That's where we're coming to you from. It's Cody Jansen live from the Pro Rock Broadcast Studios in beautiful Alberta. Follow me on Twitter at Janner31 underscore on the show at World Hockey RPT. Glenn says, I wish it would be a 9 p.m. and not 10 p.m. Terrible marketing by the NHL. Penguins defense will get abused tonight. We'll make the Oilers goalie look like Andre Vasilevsky. We don't have finishers, and Tristan Jari will have a rough night. Wow. Glenn is having a bad day right now. Glenn, I want to know, why do you think Jari's going to have a rough night? He was phenomenal against the Flames. Crosby's been looking fine. You know, I, I get that you don't have Malkin in the lineup. They still got some skill. And to say that their defense looked terrible, look at the Oilers lineup. It ain't that pretty on the other side. You know, sometimes the grass isn't always greener. And for the Oilers, oof, without Darnell Nurse, they're, they're missing a couple of key pieces as well. Even when you think about a Slater Cuckoo being out. It sucks. It hurts. It's something that isn't easy to replace Cody CC's out Duncan Keith is on IR I mean this is a fully different you're missing four of your top six defensemen that's tough look at what Ottawa and the Islanders had to go through so Glenn I get the timing concerns I really do 
And you're fully right. I think they would ideally have it a 7 o'clock start, but I don't know if the TNT schedule, I think it might be a double header. Correct me if I'm wrong. Let me quickly go to the NHL and see what TNT's got on the schedule tonight. No, it is just a single one. So, Glenn, you're right. That's stupid because there's no reason for it to be an 8 o'clock game in Canada. I mean, maybe you've gotten Vancouver on over. That's even at 5.30. You start that at 5. You can have the Oilers pens at 7.30. Glenn, it doesn't make any sense. You're right. Bang on. 9 o'clock Eastern time. That's when it should be starting. He also chimes in and says, I think Edmonton has the finishers and Jari will have no chance. This defense gives up too many odd man rushes. Every goalie's allowed a bad night. I hope I'm wrong. My day is fine otherwise. It ain't bad, dude. Glenn, well, hey, we're happy you're in the chat. Give us a score prediction, Glenn. Tonight, Oilers, Pens, of course, get it right in the conversation right now in 12-ounce sports, and we'll give you a Pro Rock stick. That's simple. It's Christmas. We feel like doing some giving. 5-2, he says. Who's got, the, who's got the game winner? I'm assuming that's for the Oilers, Glenn, but again, you got to clarify these things here. We're trying to help you out. We're trying to get you some free stuff. Thanks to our friends at Pro Rock, the broadcast studio sponsor of World Hockey Report. Hey, coming up on the show today in about uh, 12 minutes time, we'll connect with our great cup champ, Zach Medeiros. We'll talk uh, maybe a little Flyers as well because we got Pete Tucci coming up later. So we got two Flyers fans on the show. What's going on? We got Flyers fans on the show. We got Pens fans in the conversation. This is a hockey East market right now. No, there's so much going on in the hockey world, a lot to dive into, and I'm looking forward to it. We got six games on the schedule tonight, and they're all pretty good games. I mean, let me know what you're most excited for. You got Philly and the Rangers. This is a pretty good one. Philly's underdogs here, and by a heavy amount. So I haven't seen any of the lineups. Glenn says Tyson Berry scores the game winner. Wow. It's bold, but hey, maybe he jumps up in the rush. I'm afraid he's going to have to play 28 minutes plus tonight. Also, you got Toronto and Colorado. I think he just hammered the over on that one. You got Ottawa and Vancouver. Dumpster fire game. Probably bet the over again. We'll see if Demko's playing. Even if, no, I I guess, yeah, he is because Lack probably played the other night. So... Maybe you go with the over. I'm not confident in that one. I don't like that game betting-wise. We'll see what Pete has to say, though. He's the king of the ice. He's the one to bent the pucks. You got Detroit and Seattle again. Detroit's looking fine. Raymond, rookie of the month. No big deal. Seattle, they're kind of climbing out of that pit at the bottom. Oilers, Pens, that's tonight, 8 o'clock. That's 8 o'clock Alberta time. 9 if you're in Saskatchewan and 10 if you're out east. That's way too late. Isn't TNT in Atlanta as well? That's Eastern time zone. That is a weird one. A 10 o'clock start that finishes 12.31 in the morning? No thanks. I think I was sleeping at 8.45 last night. And uh, the nightcap, you got Anaheim at Vegas. Vegas minus 145 on the money line in this one. I don't hate the Ducks at plus 145. I don't hate them. They're a competitive team. They're going to battle. I think Getzlaff's on the IR, though. That is tough. That's tough to work around. Also, Anaheim played last night. So maybe I do like Vegas a little bit more than originally thought. Scores from last night. We'll rip through those quick for quack stats. Detroit up 2-1. They beat, uh, they double up the Boston Bruins 2-1, pardon me. Florida, incredible comeback against Washington. Four unanswered. They win 5-4 against the Caps. San Jose beats the Devils 5-2. St. Louis over Tampa 4-3 in a shootout. Shout out Jordan Bennington. Kid's a stud. Going to be Team Canada's goalie at the Olympics. 
Uh, Nashville, 6 nothing. They clobbered Columbus, Minnesota, 5-2 over Arizona. Did you guys see that cup snake that 10K uh, takes put out? If you haven't, go check out our Twitter, at WorldHockeyRPT right now. I'm telling you, drop everything you're doing. Go to Twitter. Go to 10K t- underscore takes. Go to WorldHockeyRPT. Check out the video. Those kids are unbelievable. I'm actually, they're, they're probably one of my favorite media companies right now. If you want to call them that, media groups, media companies. They're absolute beauties in what they're doing with sports in Minnesota. It's needed. That's why we love sports. It's because they're making it fun again. You got the whole 10K house going on there. Everything they're doing is right. So, yes, the Cup Snakes, that's incredible. Other games, uh, you get two others. Dallas beats Carolina 4-1. Braden Holpe looks fantastic. And Anaheim. Gets past LA 5-4 in a shootout. Back to Braden Holtby here because this is a guy who, you know, he leaves and he signs a deal. Less money. Vancouver didn't want him. And boy, at a 9.75 stop, 39 out of 40 last night. Nine games this year. He's got a 9.27. That's not bad. That'll get the job done if you're a goaltender. Hey, Canada did select their team for the World Juniors. We won't rip through it, you know, player by player, but obviously you can kind of expect it. Adam tweeted this one out, and I fully agree, the two omissions. I mean, you can probably say three omissions when you got uh, Carter, the, the Savoy brothers, essentially. Carter's got 11 goals in 12 games at Denver. I'd have a hard time believing he wouldn't help out this World Junior team, especially when goals are hard to come by. Like, they learned the hard way that goals are so hard to come by at the World Juniors. America just shut them down in the finals last year. Canada learned the tough way. There's no other way to put it. And then you leave a guy like Carter Savoy at home. Is that Denver? He's not actually at home. Then Matt Savoy too. A little too young there. Connor Bedard gets the call. Brant Clark doesn't. I there, There's got to be more to this, right? Is it COVID related? Is there something else that's going on? I would love to know. I just... I don't know. It, it feels weird that Brant Clark doesn't get an invite to this. Also, Habs prospect Caden Gooley is going to be traded from Prince Albert to Edmonton. The Oil Kings, they are loading up here. Likely four players on the World Junior team. I mean, Caden Gooley's a great defenseman. Imagine him and Owen Power on the back end. Like, they're going to be good. You've got Kosa and Nettie, six foot six, six foot seven. On the back end, you've got Gooley. You've got, I mean, Lambos is good too. Zellweger might even push for a spot too. Good Fort Saskatchewan kid. You got Owen Power back there. And up front, Oilers first rounder, Xavier Borgo. He's going to be there. Connor Bedard will be interesting. I could see him getting cut. I could see this being an experience where they're saying, hey, this is the level you got to be at to be on the world junior team. Come to selection camp and you're gone. Like, I wouldn't be shocked if that is the case. You got Ridley Gregg as well. Dylan Gunther's an awesome player. Kent Johnson's I mean, he's unreal down at Michigan there. Going to be a great player. Mason McTavish spent some time in the NHL here. Hendricks Lampierre, again, another player with a high ceiling. They're going to have a lot of skill, but skill doesn't always put the punk in the back of the net. That's where I feel like a Carter Savoy would go a long way. And let me know if I'm wrong again. Join the conversation anytime at 12-Ounce Sports. You can let me know. St. Colvin looks awesome. Shane Wright's going to be there. He's 22. I mean, he's going to be the first overall pick this year and next summer, I guess. Not this year, this season. 
So I'm interested. I, I think the Americans are weak this year, and I've said it to Adam yesterday, and I'll say it again. I think Canada's competition is Russia, and if that's their final competition, if that's the team they got to beat this year, they should be winning gold. I'm not sold on a scar off. This Mitchvikov kid looks awesome. But again, that's one player. He ain't moving the needle for him. Canada should win this year. You're on home ice. Anything less than a gold is disappointing in a regular year. If you don't win gold this year in Edmonton, I don't know. What does it fall on? Is it coaching? Is it how you construct the team? If they struggle with goal scoring, are they going to be looking back in a month's time being like, well, shit, should have took Carter Savoy. Yeah, goal of game pace at NCAA D1, where it's a lot harder to score than the Western League, than the QMJHL, than the OHL. Yeah, probably should have gone with him. He's facing goalies who are 24 years old, not 16. I don't know. Again, maybe I'm wrong. If I'm wrong, let me know. At World Donkey RPT. I'm on Twitter at Janner31. Hey, we got a big game tonight. Oilers, Pens, 8 o'clock prime time. It's going to be coming to you live on TNT. Also, Sportsnet's going to have it if you are in Canada. Connor McDavid earlier today. Asked about the defense. Can you be more aware defensively when you have such a young group? Does that factor in, in the game plan at all? Yeah, I mean, I definitely think there's things you can do to help yourself out. Um, you know, obviously, as a forward group, you know, getting holdups on guys, um, you know, chipping pucks out, getting pucks in. I mean, all the cliche stuff. So, um, obviously, we've got a young group back there right now with injuries and whatnot. So, um, you know, as forwards, have to help them out. You look at your team's history, and I know that every year there's lots of new teams. You had not seen them in two years, but you guys haven't had a ton of success. You've been in every game and you just haven't been able to win. This year, what's the difference for your team, do you feel, being able to defeat teams that you haven't been able in the past maybe before? Are you a better team at knowing how to manage games? Um, yeah, I don't know. That's a, that's a good question. Um, I'm not sure what it is. You know, I, Every now and then there's a team that seems to have your number year after year. And, um, you know, it seems like, uh, you know, we haven't had that problem this year. Um, you know, Pittsburgh's a team, obviously, we haven't had a ton of success with uh, over the last number of years. And um, obviously a big one for us tonight. Um, you know, a chance to, uh, to, to end that. So I think he puts in well. They obviously haven't had success with Pittsburgh. That's no surprise. But I also, I hate looking into historical data when it comes to a team where you haven't played them in two, three years. Like, think about how much this Oilers team has changed. So how much does, you know, previous success when they were two years younger, two years weaker, how much does that actually play into it? I don't think that much. From an Oilers' perspective, though, you got to give a shout-out to Leon Dreisaitl. He's been phenomenal. He was the NHL's first star of the month. Also... If you want a pro rock hockey stick, I'm telling you, let me know the score. Give me a prediction. Give me a score in the conversation right now. 12 ounce sports, Facebook, YouTube, wherever you're watching, give us a prediction right now. Oilers pens tonight. Tiebreaker. It always comes down to who scores that goal. If you get it right, we'll send you a pro rock stick. Shout out to Leon Dreisaitl. First star of the month. Here's, here's five points. The Oilers just tweeted out here. Led the league in goals with 15. This was all in the month of November. Led the league in points, 27. Led the league in power play points with 11. Led the league in game-winning goals with four. And nine multi-point outings in 13 games. Yeah, that's a pretty easy choice for first star of the month, I think. Leon Dreisaitl, who could be the best player in the NHL. He could. Scoring-wise, Leon Dreisaitl is now the 1B best player in the NHL. Like He is not that far. He's a stick length away from Connor McDavid at anything. 
and he's 17 stick lengths ahead of whoever you want to see as the third best player in the NHL. I don't care if it's Nathan McKinnon, Victor Hedman, Austin Matthews, Andre Vasilevsky, whoever you want to say is the third best player in the NHL, they are being lapped right now by Leon Dreisaitl and Connor McDavid. It's just not even close. Second star of the month goes to Jack Campbell, who's 9-2 out of 127 goals against average 9.59 save percentage with three shutouts. That's been like a week for Tristan Jari. So, I mean, it's a good month for Campbell. Don't get me wrong. Is he peaking too early? Has he been a full, you know, full season starter? I don't know. If you're a Leafs fan, maybe you're a little bit worried. Also, a third star, Nazem Kadri, four goals, 17 assists, 21 points. He was on a tear for the Avs right now. Probably their best forward. Up until this point in the season, we got some more expert analysis coming up on this. We got a couple of world junior questions. Yeah, we're going to pick the minor Grey Cup champs, Zach Medeiros. That is coming up after the break. Don't forget, though, get a prediction Oilers pens. Get it in the conversation right now. Cody James and World Hockey Report. We are presented by Lord Co Auto Parts. You already know that, though. We're coming back after the break. Follow Team Canada with sports travel tours in their bid to win back-to-back world championships. Canada will play all their games in beautiful Helsinki, Finland, and will face Switzerland, Germany, and Russia. Sports travel tour packages include a fantastic hotel, all transfers, amazing game tickets, a tour host, as well as a pre-game party. Check out the official world championship packages at sportstraveltours.com. Football fans, I'm sure we all love an action-packed, high-scoring NFL game, but with the latest no-brainer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, you'll be a winner once a single point scored. New customers who bet just $1 on any NFL team to score can win $100 in free bets. It's that simple. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Bet $1 on any team to score and win $100 in free bets if they score. You can score with promo code THPN this week. At DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 years or older, New Jersey, Indiana, Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit, $1 wager required, one per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. First day of December. We got a lot of hockey to talk about. There's six great games on the schedule. Canada's World Junior Selection Camp rosters out. And you're watching World Hockey Report, presented by Lord Co. Auto Parts. Visit Lord Co.'s in-store truck centers at select locations. Join the conversation anytime on 12 on Sports, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, Zingo TV, Channel 761. We're joined now. Great Cup champs. Zach Medeiros is on the line. And hey, for the Flyers, they're massive underdogs against the Rangers tonight. And I know the Rangers are good, but... Like, what's, what's going on right now? Are they battling a bunch of injuries? I haven't seen a lineup for them. I was trying to look it up on Twitter. What's Are they just depleted right now, or what's going on? 
Yeah, I think a little bit. Obviously, um, Kevin Hayes will be back tonight, so that helps. But, uh, you know, it's probably going to be one of those things where he's going to have to work out a few kinks for the first few games to kind of get back to his normal self, I think. Um, You know, as much as I love, you know, sorry, as much as I hate to jump on that Ryan Ellis train, because, listen, I love him. I think he's a great, you know, D-man. But, you know, every team has to battle through their injuries. But, you know, when you're missing your best top-pairing D-man, it's tough. You know, you have to start to kind of overcompensate, right? Then you look at their back end hasn't been great. You know, you take Braun, who's playing on third pairing. Now he's playing on the top pairing and try to patch things together. And that can work for the, you know, temporarily for three to four games. But we have to stretch it out over the span of two months. It's going to start to catch up to you. And at the same time, you know, the offense needs to pick it up too. They haven't been scoring goals. They, you know, if you look over the course of the past two and a half weeks, they've been, if it's not last in the, in the league, it's, 31st or 30th, you know, scoring at, you know, 1.71 goals per game is not going to cut it. And, you know, Carter Hart can only do so much for you. Martin Jones can only do so much for you to keep you in games. But if you keep allowing 40-plus shots a game, you're not going to win too many games. So... So speaking of the goaltending there, obviously Hart and Jones have been good. But from a defensive perspective, they've given up a lot of grade-A chances. And in doing research, I think they're top five in most grade A chances given up. Maybe they've dropped out of it of recent. Maybe that was the last week thing I saw, but like, is this just come down to sloppy play or are they really just being bailed out that much by their goaltenders where they shouldn't even be a 500 team right now? No, I, I don't think they, they should be a 500 team right now. I think they, they should blow that. You know, the first 10 games I was pleased with and, you know, even at, at times too, this is the Flyers. There's there's still a lot of holes and it's not perfect. But I thought, you know what? They're about four games above 500 at that point, sitting in four spot in the Met. I was happy with that, right? Because at that point, Hayes was out, Ellis was still out, and they're, you know, in good shape for them to come back. And then Ellis comes back for a game, he goes back down. Now he's, you know, they, they say week to week, but let's be honest, he's going to be out month to month. They're, they're going to be super fine with him to make sure that he's completely healthy because they don't want to, you know, keep nursing this injury and ch- ch- trying to rush him back when he's not ready. But that's not the way I think that they should be handling things. Um, I, I just think overall, they, they, they need to be better. I think a lot of it starts internally. You know, you look at guys like Claude Giroux. I mean, he, he's been okay, but he's kind of going through a slump right now. K- Katuria does not look healthy to me. I mean, you know what? Like, he's not the fastest skater. He's not a big-time goal scorer. But at the same time, you know, he from what I've seen over the handful of games that I've watched, he should be playing a lot better and more efficiently than it has so it makes me allude to something going on with him um you know and overall again the goaltending has been one of the things i think have checked off the box for most flyers fans and it's kept them in a lot of games but with their defensive play lately and with their power play and offense not being able to score goals a lot of the bulk of the work has been dealt with them and the goaltending and i mean if it if it keeps up that way i don't care how good your goalie is you're going to lose a lot of these games if you had to pick one goaltender right now who are you taking carter hart or Igor Shosturkin? He <laughs> does every week, eh? Uh, Shosturkin right now, for sure. Really? Yeah, how about a long yeah. term? He's how the best goaltender about... in the league right now, I think. Oh, my goodness. Right so, now? I'm not saying... Not at all. Me... Come on, okay? Let's move on, right? You're going to tell me that Shosturkin is playing better than every other goaltender in the NHL right now? Yeah, from what I've seen, yeah. I no. think he has. He's not even playing better than Tristan Jari. Oh, my God. Seriously? Jack Campbell was the second star of the month. He had a 950. 
in 11 games in November. Tristan Jarry played good for five games all of a sudden. You're the type of guy who thinks he's the best in the NHL. He has three shutouts in his last six games. Jordan Bennington stole the show against Tampa. There's a lot of goalies I'm taking over Igor Shesterkin right now. And that's not even my Russian bias speaking through. That's not even my Russian bias speaking through. Okay. You asked me a question, I answered it, but let's move on. Okay, okay, okay. Hey, I got to ask you about the biting incident. You had to have seen it. Uh, uh, Lemieux yeah. bites Brady Kachuk. And it's funny because Keith Kachuk, Claude Lemieux, like, I mean, they were rivals. They fought at the 96 World Cup. They were teammates together with the Coyotes in, in 2000. And 21 years later, Brady Kachuk gets his hand chomped on by Brendan Lemieux, possibly multiple times, who gets five games for it. I need your yeah. breakdown of this. Oh, I mean, both of us have played sports. I mean, if I mean, I don't know how you react, but if someone were to bite me, my initial reaction would be to pound to cave that guy's face. And I mean, like, what a low, like, dirty, dirty move. And that that, that is a lot like Pep's son, because eh? Pep would do the exact same thing if he had the chance. I mean, you're talking about a guy who ran in Draper face first, pretty much just cave that guy's face in, right? And then like, you get a son, you know, you're biting people. It's like, listen, like, I get you're going to have the odd dirty play here and there, but like, you know, two things that just completely rub me the wrong way and just piss me off are people who, who spit on one another, which for whatever reason happens Disgusting. a lot in the NFL, which I don't know why. It's gross. You know, and then biting somebody. Like, what's wrong with you? I, I, I don't get it. So, yeah, I, I, I also believe five games is a little bit light. I think you should get 10 for that. You know how I like to, go, you know, kind of jump the gun on things like this, but biting someone is a big no-no that, that should not be allowed i fully would have been fine if they gave him 10 games and then maybe have him appeal and you can knock it down to five or six let's say because yeah. of something where you really set the tone of if something ever happens again or if you do anything else dirty this season you're getting 15 like i i think the nhl kind of missed an opportunity there where they give him yeah. five and everyone's like yeah, I guess that's fair. Like, he did just bite a guy's damn hand. But if they would have actually laid down the law, I think you set the precedent of, I mean, you shouldn't have to tell grown men this, but biting people is absolutely mm-hmm. unacceptable. Yeah, and I, it's weird because I actually have an L.A. fan who's actually a really good friend of mine, which, you know, I don't find too many of these where I am. But he said, oh, I don't be bitter. I'm like, why? You know, first of all, you can clearly see that he he did something. And secondly... <laughs> Why would someone ever make that up? That they they got. It's a tough one to make up. A very tough one to make up, and uh, there's just no reason. For it. And, and, and you saw how irate Kachuk was in the in the in the sin bin, right? Like he was pissed off. He's like, "We're gonna go right after this." And I'm like, "I don't blame you. I do." Listen, I don't care how tough they are, guys. If you bite me, prepare to shut the mitts right away because I'm coming after you. Well, I mean, if if, if he bit you with your glove on, I don't think you would have to. I mean, it would, it would kind of be tough to bite you with a glove on, but I get what you're saying. No, gloves, obviously gloves. His, his glove was off, was it not? Yeah, no, it was off. But I'm saying, yeah. you feel yeah. like you're shedding the mitts. Well, his mitt was off. That's how he got oh, bit on the hand. Yeah. Okay. Not a rocket scientist or anything, but those two add up. Hey, we got a bunch yeah. of other games tonight, though, and I, I'm kind of looking forward to this. One. I don't say it often about the Leafs, but they are playing the Avs tonight, and, and Colorado's a team that's kind of got to get you know, off the schneid here. they got to figure something out. Nazem kadri has been their best forward. I think they're getting McKinnon back here soon, but they're, they're an 11-6 and six hockey club right now, and they're playing against Toronto. is pretty damn good. Like, is this not a, not a turning point? For the AF season, but you got to figure that they got to start pulling away from being just above 500 sometime. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, listen, I mean, for as good Toronto has been, and they have been playing lights out for the past couple of weeks, I'm still not completely sold on them. I feel like they're, they're still, still like missing there. And maybe that's just me being biased because I just absolutely hate Toronto. But, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I just don't – I'm not convinced by this team. And I agree. Right. I think the Avs are starting to kind of pull their weight a little bit here. And with making it coming back, that's not tonight, is it? Yeah, yeah, that is. Oh, it is? Okay, exactly. So he's back tonight. Yeah, I, I like the abs here, man. I do. You like the abs here? Okay, on the road. I, I don't like mind that one. Hey, uh, Sens, Canucks, that's kind of a dumpster bowl. No one wants to watch them. The wings are interesting. You can't deny it, Zach. This is a team with a lot of young guns. Do you, uh, yeah. how, how badly do you hope that they get bumped over to the West? Like, hey, just give us Quebec City back and get rid of Detroit. Get them out of our conference. <laughs> well, in case... Brandon's listening to this right now because I've been kind of cheering on the wings with him a little bit. Like, oh my, you're a year. traitor. I'm not a traitor. I'm just, you know, I have watched them, you know, other than the Flyers, I probably watched the wings the most so far this year. And I watched a little bit of your Oilers too, but even though I feel like you're like a Flames fan deep down, I have watched the Oilers. Totally man, fine. I've been impressed by by the wings, honestly, with that Iser plan going on right now, man. They've been playing very well. And listen, they're, they're, people forget they're arguably doing this without their best player. Like, Vron is still out. So, I mean, if they can still keep this ship afloat in the next, I don't know, when he's due back in the next, what, Is he even a month top five months? player on that team? He's not their best player. He's by far their best player. What the hell are you talking about? This guy scores is, like one impressive goal, goal a month. Uh, why are you – look at his stats last year. Check the stats. I thought you're a stat guy, but check that out because he is. And he got that monster contract for a reason, too. I mean, what do you, what do you mean he's not the best player? Who's, who's the best player? Larkin? Yeah, you're going to take Larkin. You're going to take Bertuzzi. You're going to take no. so many. No. Yeah, you, you. Either way, either way, he's their best goal scorer. Can we at least agree on that? Uh, probably. Yeah, he's probably up there. For like Pierce Sniper, he's awesome. But like, I'll, I mean, Lucas Raymond has been having a phenomenal month. He's rookie of the month. Like, uh, I'm just saying, I don't think Jacob Verana not moves the needle here, but I don't know. I mean, no, he's, okay. he's just if, a good scorer. If we're talking about Jacob Verana when he was with the Capitals, I agree with you. But when he moved on to the Wings, he was their best player when he was there. He was a point, point per game. Steiner. He had 11 points in 11 games. Yeah, that was probably better than anyone else. No. He was always drastically under a point per game in Washington. Yeah, okay. And then he went on to a new team, and he, he shook it up. Yeah, but we're talking about an 11-game sample size. That's like have, three okay. weeks. I feel like if you ask most Wings fans that, they, they'd probably say, at least as their, their best goal scorer, it'd probably be Verona. Either way. They're they're doing this without one of their best players. There we go. How about how, I agree? Yeah, okay, okay. No, no, one of their best players. How nasty I, is that he, Maritz Sider, though? Mo Sider is yeah, he's good. filthy. Yeah, I love him. I love Chronic too. I'm I'm a big Chronic guy. Yeah, okay. Oh, Phillips. Philip, he plays yeah. well. Like he's a guy who can actually boot around the ice pretty good. Like yeah. when you watch no. him play, I think he's got some deceptive speed. Like he's not the prettiest skater in the world. But I don't mind that. And then you get Nadelkovich, yeah. who they, they they just robbed at gunpoint from Carolina. Still convinced on that one. Like, can you explain I, this to me though? Like, I, I don't listen. I don't want to get too off topic here because I know I'm living yeah. for like time here. 
But with Carolina, how does that work exactly? You move on from all these guys, and it, it still doesn't matter what they do. It's just like their game plan for every signing that they make and transaction during the offseason, they they always seem to knock it out of the park. Like you move on from Hamilton, you move on from Ned Delkovich, you move on from some other key, but you know, Fogel. I I, I really like him as like a bottom six forward. They move on from him. And then they they signed some guys that it's like you said before, they don't really move the needle like some of these guys that they were talking about, but they're like a perfect fit for Carolina. And it's like they keep getting better every year with all these avid signings that, that they keep making. Why is that the case? They're a systematic team. They are the Patriots who don't win. You know, they are, Rod Brendmore has them down, lock and key. They play one way and one way only. I don't think they'll ever win a cup. I don't think they'll get to a cup final anytime soon, but. You don't think so? No, no, I have zero faith in them. Like zero. Oh, man, they they looked really good this year. Though. I year, years past, I I'd agree with you, but like I, I man, they there's no way they, they get well out of the east. So far. No way they get out of the east. I don't know. I think they might have a chance. I don't know if they win in a seven cup. game series. Uh, no. I think that I think that series goes to seven. I don't know. I, I it's you think a, they beat Toronto a in a seven game series? Carolina beats Toronto in a seven game series, no doubt. No. They don't are touch you, Toronto. They don't touch Tampa. What are you talking about? Toronto, okay, don't be fooled by Toronto. They do this every year. They just, we're also talking about a team that just lost to Montreal last year in the bubble after being up 3-1. Yeah, they're one and year before, older, one year wiser. Yeah, one year older, one year wiser, and what? And still like a 17, 18-year drought without winning one round of the playoffs. You got to snap it at some point. Look at Washington. Uh, Everyone said Washington couldn't win until they did. Yeah, but well, Washington still won rounds. Their problem was is that they weren't able to get out of the second round. But they 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 came close to, like a few times prior to that, and eventually they figured it out. Toronto hasn't even won a round. We can't even have that conversation. I don't know. I mean, I think you're going to be shocked when either Toronto or Edmonton's going to the Stanley Cup final this year, Mets. Oh, uh, here we go. Okay, so you might you, be right because honestly, every take I've had, I've been wrong on. So you you might be onto something here. Hey, we're not hitting any Atlanta Braves bets anytime soon. Hey, I got to ask you though, oil, <laughs> oil and pens tonight. This is a primetime one. What the hell are they doing it so late for? Like, I don't get this. Do you know, like, are, are you able to explain this to me? Why would TNT want a game at 10 o'clock Eastern? TNT's out of Atlanta, Pittsburgh, obviously they're Eastern time zone as well. Why would they do it? A 10 o'clock Eastern start? That makes no sense. Wait, so is, is the game at Pitt? No, it's in Edmonton. 10 Edmonton, 10 o'clock, eh, yeah. I, I don't understand that either. Like That just seems terrible yeah. for viewers out east. Yeah, I, I don't agree with that. You've got Crosby versus McDavid, and you're burying it during Saturday, or not Saturday Night Live, whatever one of those stupid late-night TV shows are. Yeah, it should be like, like you know what, I understand like out there in the West Coast of the time zone, you have to make it, you know, it's going to be a bit later, but like, meet somewhere in the middle where it's like 8.30, you know what I mean? Yeah, somewhere like, along the lines of that. There's zero reason this couldn't be a six o'clock start. Like there is zero or six earlier, o'clock start yeah. times in the NHL tonight. So like yeah, six o'clock I in Edmonton that. or six thirty. Like that's easy enough to get to for a local fan plus TV. I, I feel like that would be perfect. I don't know. I don't understand it. Some of the moves the NHL makes are stupid. Yeah, you know, and it's you know, and then until you actually brought Crosby, I wasn't really thinking about that. You know key matchup between Crosby and McDavid just because Pittsburgh's not obviously it's not years past like they haven't been playing as well and injuries is a big part of that they obviously did just recently got Crosby back and Malkin whenever he decides to come back from his, his injury who knows when that is still unknown 
but yeah, it's crazy. And like, I, I should have known better, honestly, because that's like, hey, that, that's, a, that's a marquee matchup right there. And just like, Pittsburgh's not really moving the, the needle that much. They have been playing well recently. They've been playing a lot better, but it, it's it's crazy because like, you know, I feel like some people are probably thinking, oh yeah, make the Crosby matchup. And some people are like, oh, well, you know, it's just another game. So. Also, the Oilers are now in four of their top six defensemen. But, okay, I got two more things for you. Quickly, this was just a cool one, and I, and I want your opinion as a fan's perspective. The NHL, they're going to generate at least $100 million as a whole in revenue from the New Jersey patches this season. That's crazy, $100 wow. million. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I didn't know that. That's, 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 that's huge. Uh, that's something. And people were complaining about them being like, oh, they're going to ruin jerseys. Like, I don't even know who's on. I couldn't name every Canadian jersey advertiser. I couldn't. Yeah. Like, everyone is no, freaking no, out about that. Either. Also, Jack Hughes, is he worth uh, 8x8 or whatever he got? I think he got 8x8. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think over time, he, he's going to be worth it. I mean, he, he's injured right now, right? Because I, I didn't see him in the line. No, no, he's just back. He's, he's just back. He's just back now, but now. he didn't play the other night against the Flyers. But leading up until that point... He, he was playing some pretty good hockey, and obviously everyone's going off the rails saying, oh, he might be a bust. It's like, relax. The kid's 18 years old, fresh out during, like, people calm down. But if you watch him lately, he's looked really good. And I think, again, over time, give it, like, a year or two, he's going it's, to it's, – I feel it, like it's going to be similar to Nylander when he got his deal. At first, people were freaking out, but now it's a bargain with him playing at the level he is. And I think that's going to be the same situation with Jack Hughes. Yeah, but it's like $12 million total more than what William Nylander got. I think Jack Hughes is going to be a better player than me later. Well, I'd hope so. I, I, I think yeah. that that kind of goes without saying. Already, Mitch. Should be. Have, have a great one. Enjoy December. Make sure to crack open that advent calendar. <laughs> yeah, Enjoy the Flyers. We'll, we'll talk soon, man. All right. See you, bud. Zach Medeiros right there. Great Cup champ joining us on World Hockey Report. Already after the break, get your wallet out. Let's get some betting guru out there. Of course, if you want to uh, hit up the Sportsbook DraftKings, if it's in your state, use promo code THPN. Get on it. Fantasy Sports as well. We're coming back after the break with the king of the ice, Pete Tucci himself. Team Canada with sports travel tours in their bid to win back-to-back world championships. Canada will play all their games in beautiful Helsinki, Finland, and will face Switzerland, Germany, and Russia. Sports travel tour packages include a fantastic hotel, all transfers, amazing game tickets, a tour host, as well as a pre-game party. Check out the official world championship packages at sportstraveltours.com. Football fans, I'm sure we all love an action-packed, high-scoring NFL game, but with the latest no-brainer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, you'll be a winner once a single point scored. New customers who bet just $1 on any NFL team to score can win $100 in free bets. It's that simple. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Bet $1 on any team to score and win $100 in free bets if they score. You can score with promo code THPN this week. At DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 years or older, New Jersey, Indiana, Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit, $1 wager required, one per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.
we do here is go back, 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 back. Alrighty, final segment of the show. It's Cody Jansen, December 1st. Coming to you from the Great White North in the Pro Rock Broadcast Studios. It's World Hockey Report presented by Lord Kiwano Parts, the official auto parts retailer of Hockey Canada and Team Canada. Find a store near you at lordco.com. Every once in a while, you know, it's, it's mostly what I'm getting cold on the betting train. I got to bring this guy on board, but let's be real. He's the king of the damn ice himself. And Pete Tucci joins us on the line right now. Pete, we got six games in the NHL tonight. I know you're a Flyers guy and they are dogs against the Rangers. Walk me through what you're seeing on this line. Yeah. First off, Cody, thanks for having me on board once again, man. Always a pleasure to uh, talk some pucks with you and uh, give you guys some bets for tonight that I like. Uh, six very tough games tonight for sure uh this is gonna be a really tough i thought the last i thought the slate last night was tough but uh this one six games they're all tough um in terms of the flyers tonight you know they they didn't have a game last night against the islanders i postponed because you know islanders are all covid situation you know how it is um but this is uh this is tough i mean flyers no ellis once again no Hayes. you know they're they're injury prone you know thompson's out you know they have about six seven guys you know, that will not play tonight. And, of course, they go to MSG tonight. Uh, you know, Rangers, obviously, uh, winning four of their last five games. Uh, playing red hot. They're playing good. Flyers, you know, basically 0-4-1 their last five. So, uh, yeah, not, not, not liking what I'm seeing from the Fly guys uh, as a fan, truly. So, you know, and, and they're giving, you know, and they're giving up goals. You know, they're giving up goals. You know, five against the Devils, six against the Kings. You know, Bruins got five I don't know, on the, back on the 20th. Lightning got four goals in a shutout. I mean, this team is just, you know, not what you want to see here um, at all. Uh, a couple of trends that I like, you know, Rangers, this is dating back, you know, dating back to, uh, you know, obviously this past season. But um, Rangers are three and two head to head in the last five between Philly. Uh, and, and the Unders, the Unders have cast in the last three games. You got a 4 1 Rangers win, you have a 3 2 Flyers win, 2 1 Flyers. And then if you want to go back, you know, you had two overs that went eight to three Rangers and then nine nothing Rangers uh, pretty ridiculously if you're going back in March of uh, you know last season. Uh, so, this, so this game's going to be difficult. Flyers are plus 170 on the money line. Very, it's a, it's a big dog. Um, you know, Detroit did it last night against Boston. Um, and uh, they were plus 200. So, uh, you know, it's, anything's possible. But these, these injuries keep climbing. Um, but you know what? You got to give gotta give the flyers a chance here you really do get a night off uh puck line for me a plus one and a half i'm more comfortable with um i, I do I, I would just say you know what why not when, wacky wednesdays i like to call it cody on wednesday nights um you're, you're due for a dog win and um you know flyers obviously are one of those teams uh bent and broken as they are are due for a win and this could this could very well be it so and and I like to <laughs> I like to I would like to see that plus one seventy cash out for the Flyers tonight. Absolutely. Hey, I don't hate that money line at all. You never know what can happen. We got a hot goaltender, and the way that Carter Hart and Martin Jones have been playing, I think either of them yeah. can just kick all of a sudden. And the the Rangers have some young guys. I mean, I, I think that they are a little bit of head cases at times where. They can go cold just as quick as they can go hot. So I, I don't hate that at all, even if you're just sprinkling half a unit on there. Uh, the, the other big one on the schedule for, you know, the early slate tonight is Toronto and Colorado. Now, usually I would say, hey, is this as easy as hammering and over? But the way Jack Campbell's been playing, 
He's great. The Avs, McKinnon, that's a question mark, obviously, right now with the way he is health-wise. And then you've got Camper in net. So is it not as easy as just hammering the over here? Yeah, I mean, a lot of people are going to take the over tonight. Uh, you know, you can't blame them. Uh, Avalanche are 8-1-1 one one in their last 10 with the overs. So, I mean, you got to keep slamming that when you can. They're, they're scoring. Um, and, and Toronto, on the other hand, you know, I, I believe they're – I believe I mentioned on my show they were three, five, and two. I think uh, in their last ten. So you know, obviously they're a better team at home. Uh, you know, obviously you have Jack Campbell on net. You have Darcy Kemper, Kemper with a two point eight four goals against. Uh, Jack Campbell with a one point six four goals against. So you know, if these guys are playing as they should tonight, this this might this might very well could go under. Uh, but like I said on my show today, I, I'm going over. I mean, you know, you, you got to keep riding out these trains that are giving you. You know, cash outs. You know, the last ten, like the Avs are. Um, so and I know they're away. I know I get it. They got a you know, hot offense right now. They're putting pucks in the back of the net. A um, couple of trends here between these two teams. Um, Avs are three and two in their last five against Toronto. So they have a you know one game edge on the Leafs. And quite honestly, Cody, for the last five games dating back to 2018, have gone over the total um, of five and a half or six. Uh, so this is the first meeting since obviously 2019 because, of course, we didn't have um, any sort of cross-country traveling last year due to obvious reasons. So, um, But, I mean, these teams are coming in hot. I mean, Avs are 4-1 and one the last five. Toronto has won four straight, and they're scoring. I mean, five goals, four goals, six goals, shutout against the Islanders. Um, I mean, this is – I feel like this, this could – I feel like this could be an absolute goal fest. Uh, it could. We could see it. Um, and, and just the way these goalies have been playing remarkably great this, this season. I mean, obviously, by the numbers, numbers don't lie. But um, I just got to keep rolling with these overs. And, and like I said, uh, Colorado's 8-1-1 one one, so in the last 10 with the overs. So um, I like the over in this game. I do like the over six. But I'm taking a shot here with the ads. Uh, ads on that money line. You know, I got plus 110, plus 105, shop around. Um, just something about this ads team, man. They might have their groove back. But. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Obviously, Toronto's a different breed when they're at home. I don't hate that for a little sprinkle as well. I'm on board with you there. And and before we get to the Oilers Penguins, because that's the you know that's the prime time game tonight. I want to ask you about other trends in the NHL. Obviously, the season was a it was a weird start. There was a lot of unders hitting. There was a lot of dogs, Mm. but also it it was just a lot of weird matchups that we haven't seen in two years due to the you know the scheduling and the conference or the division alignments last year. So you had a lot of new matchups. A little bit of tough predictions to see how teams played against each other you got a lot of change. I mean, there was an expansion draft. There's a lot of guys injured, retired, what be it. So it was a tough start for everyone betting wise. But right now, obviously, I mean, you're hot. You're, I mean, what you've got, you're, you're positive 13 your last 17 days or something crazy. I don't have that number in front of me, Pete. So uh, forgive me on that one, but man, what trends are you yeah, seeing look. here? Like what tips can you give the listeners? Yeah. So, I mean, you know, like I said, it's, you know, the last couple, you know, like I said, 13 of the last 17 cards, you're right on the money with that. Um, on the plus side, I mean, it's, it's the last two weeks, uh, two and a half weeks of the NHL have been treating us great. Um, you know, fighting my way back from down over 40 units now down to about 17 and a half units now. So um, the grind is still out there, but, you know, we're getting it back um, slowly and maturely. But that's just how it works in the NHL. But a lot of, a lot of overs now have been cashing out, I feel like. Um, and like I said, I mean, the unders, I'm not I'm, I, as much as I do tend to like unders here and there. Um, you know, I had under last night, the, the Kings and Ducks was a client play. And of course that wasn't even close. 
after a zero zero first period, I was liking it, but you know, obviously something must've happened in the locker room to get that over. Uh, but I just feel like these games are finally, you know, these teams are finally figuring each other out. Uh, you have some good chemistry offensively, um, you know, regardless of who the goal is really. I mean, I just feel like these overs have been cashing out. Um, you know, yesterday I had, uh, you know, the Predators, Predators on the, uh, with a play on the show, uh, and they kicked some major butt yesterday. Uh, I've been noticing a lot of home teams have been winning um, a lot so far, let alone um, uh, favored, favored teams as well have been, you know, home, home, basically home teams that are favored um, or just teams in general that are favored are cashing out a lot this season. Um, and this rare, uh, rarity, time and time, you'll see a dog cash out. But I feel like so far this season, you're seeing teams that are actually favored cash out, let alone home teams um, favored win too. I think maybe a week or two ago, we, we had maybe 11 or 12 games. I think all the home teams won that game uh, with all the favors won that, 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 uh, that list. Um, so it's this trend that we're noticing now. And, um, you know, obviously a lot of hockey left to figure out what, um, you know, how the rest of the season fills out, but um, trying to catch a nice little drift going on right now. Honestly, it's, it's, it's just nice. It's just finally nice to catch some of that green back and uh, people that have been tailing the plays. I mean, Hey man, like it's good to see you, you know, Christmas, Christmas, Hanukkah, whatever holiday you celebrate coming early for you guys. So it's, it's just nice to see. Hey, of course the best play you can make, become a VIP member, contact the real Pete Tooch. That's T U C C at the end of that today. He's up over 250 units over the past three seasons. So, I mean, I think that kind of says enough about your betting expertise and the big one tonight. So you say you're down 17 units on this season. I'm going to give you a 17-unit play and tell me if I'm stupid, but Oilers, Penguins, over 5.5. It's at minus 110 on some sites right now. I think you have to crush that. Like, the the Oilers, they're down four of their six defensemen, so they are very thin on the back end. They got Miko Koskinen in goal, who has struggled against the Pens. The Pens in Wednesday night games primetime, they've obviously had the, the Oilers number multiple times. They're clicking. They played Calgary real tight, and it was a low-scoring one. So, you know, there's some goals to be let out of the bag tonight. And then for the Pens, they also give up a lot of chances. And I think McDavid, Dreisaitl, those guys can get back in their mojo and tuck a few. Like, this has to be a 4-2 or 5-3 game. Am I wrong? Not at all. I mean, that's a that's a great play. I mean, that's that's the thing. I mean, defensively, they're you know obviously defense is a big deal. Um, that's going to hurt tremendously. And you know these teams these teams are getting hot. I mean, you know Oilers winning four or five. Uh, Pens obviously lost their last two, but they're three and two in the last five as well. Um, you know Pittsburgh Pittsburgh has had you know basically uh, about thirteen goals in the last five games. So give or take, you know that's about two and a half goals. Um, and obviously it could help the fact that, you know, the, the lack of defense tonight for Edmonton could be a big deal. Um, and of course, Edmonton, I mean, knowing how insanely good they are on offense, uh, you don't have to worry about that. Uh, of course you have Jerry and net tonight for the, for the penguins, uh, and, uh, Koskinen, of course, for the, for the Oilers. But, um, you know, all in all, I mean, I, I do lean, I actually do lean the Pittsburgh penguins here on the money line too. Uh, another dog play at plus one ten. Um, yeah, defense is going to be a big factor tonight. All right, and, and Pittsburgh, you know, they have a pretty solid D line. All right, they're getting there, uh, but but the fact that they're losing out the Oilers, this could be a big advantage for Pittsburgh here, and they could definitely score. You know, back from uh, Koskinen as well. I think they could they could let up the scoreboard. And Edmonton, you know, like I said, between Drysaddle and McDavid, I mean, can't go wrong there at all. I mean, you know, they're you know they're good for a couple goals as well. So, yeah, I mean. 
like I said, they haven't played since 2019. Last matchup they played was in Edmonton, and Pittsburgh won 5-2. Um, so, you know, and, and before that, honestly, you had a 2-1 and a 3-1. A couple unders there. Actually, three of the last – three of the five have gone under between these two teams in their last five games head-to-head. Uh, but the last time they played each other in Edmonton in 2019, Pittsburgh, five, Edmonton, two. So, um, yeah, losing defense obviously is a big deal. And um, I think Pittsburgh connects here with some of their own and can't go wrong with some McDavid or Dreisaitl on that potent offense. So, yeah, I mean, over five and a half, not at six, five and a half. Um, I mean, that's, that's, that should be a solid, solid play as well. Even if you do have it at six, I don't hate it. I mean, you're probably going to get a push at, you know, worst case yeah. scenario. But, yeah, I mean, oof. If it's there, and yeah, I'm seeing the pens as high as plus 110 as donks for tonight. Now, another niche bet, and this is what we'll leave it at today, Pete, is player shots. It's something I haven't really been on that much, but you're seeing it a lot more now where, you know, Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl at three and a half. Dreisaitl's shots is over two and a half tonight. And I get it. You're not getting amazing odds. It's usually minus 150, minus 170, something like that. But is this something that's going to become more popular? Because I think it's crazy not to hammer those. Even though they're at low odds, there's still a very good chance. Like, is this the new first period over? Or am I just, you know, in my own echo chamber? Yeah, that's the thing. I'm not a big fan of shadow goal props at all. I mean, I love my first period overs, and I always will. Oh, I know you do. Um, but... <laughs> But, you know, shots on goals have been very popular. And I noticed this across the Twitterverse in terms of hockey cappers out there posting their plays. And, and a lot of people are putting out player props and shots on goals and, and saves. You know, I had, a, had some of the other night, you know, with, uh, you know, you had, I believe you had Ottinger in net for the Stars. And, uh, you know, someone had a bet for him, like over 27 and a half saves. I mean, you know, it's cool. I mean, it's something you just pay attention on. I mean, not, not my not my cup of joe. Um, but, you know, I think I did one player, one player prop, and it was Jack Hughes over. I think it was like two and a half shots, and of course that was a game that he got hurt. Um, and I was like, you know what, I, this just wasn't meant for me. Just not meant to be. He had one shot after the first period. I said okay, and then next thing you know, he got hurt, and uh, that's when he had his injury. And um, that's when I could just kind of retire that because, you know, that's just like the death and soul of of what happened uh, in terms of player props for me. But. I just feel like that's just more right now. I think it's more of a trend uh, than first period overs. I've been noticing not many people are posting first period overs that much, um, but these player props, goalie, goalie save props, uh, anytime goal score props as well. I mean, you have, you, know, you, you, you can just pick and like whoever, like goals, you know, dry title, anytime goal score tonight is plus one Oh five. I mean, you should hammer that Connor McDavid plus one ten. I mean, and and for them to score first, like a first goal scorer, Drysaddle or McDavid, eight to one, nine to one. I mean, these are you could have a hefty payday for sure if if you're willing to put you know a couple couple bucks on it, you know, some a little bit of gas money on it. But um, yeah, as far as for me, just not my cup of tea or Joe, whatever you want to call it. Um, and um, you know, the, the trend for me is definitely the first period overs. But again, still intriguing to to put some dollars down for a large large payout. Pete, I love it. As always, appreciate you hopping on, man. Thank you so much. Enjoy the hockey tonight, and we'll talk soon. Jody, thanks so much. As always, man, have a great night. Pete Tucci right there. Be sure to catch his shows Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, 12-ounce sports at noon Eastern time. He's got the best angles. You do not want to miss it. Already, 
that does it for me. I got to wrap things up here. Of course, if you uh, you know have been over to Finland, go check it out. Sports Travel Tours. They're going to hook you up. 2022 World Championships are there. The great people at Sports Travel Tours. They are going to get you the best experience possible. Check out all the available packages at sportstraveltours.com. It's time to get out of here. It's been a blast. It's been an awesome Wednesday. Team Canada, the World Junior Selections are out. Let us know your thoughts at World Hockey RPT. You got the Oilers and the Pens tonight. It's going to be a great matchup. I know that there's a bunch of injuries. I know there's players you want to see that aren't going to be there. Enjoy it for what it is. Happy December. Let's have a month. Cody Jansen from the Pro Rock Broadcast Studios. World Hockey Report presented by Lord Quantum Parts. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Same time, same place. 